I'll give you the rundown <laughs> after the finale. I was like, I'll spoil, I'll spoil every week for you. That might be Ethan Hawke's character. It might, yeah, it might be. <laughs> All um, right. Anyway, let's get into it. Um, I need to. Sorry, I need to take another sip of. You know, chug, chug, podcast chug. juice. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Best Friends Gaming Pod. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Weiss, alongside the fifth most famous podcaster in all of Roanoke, Virginia, Brian Stinson. You're just going to be silent? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also joining us is... You know what, Ian? I haven't come up with like a little intro intro for you um no i just i just, I, I, I just like need i need to th- i need to think of like do you technically live in petrie city or close i mean it fayette county is all like yeah. one city pretty much um uh pretty much I'll, I'll, I'll think of something the you don't have to come yeah on yeah spot. I'll, I'll, with it next week i'll be i'll Put be some real of thought I'll into it. Of it um <laughs> yeah, but that voice you just heard, ladies and gentlemen, from Good Day Gaming is Ian Larson. Hey. See, I, 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 I enjoy that. The, the, the silence, that, that was unacceptable, you know? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just, you know, felt a little cold-shouldered a little bit, and... It's... That's fair. I feel like I, I feel you know. I feel like si- silence on a podcast is, on a podcast is probably unacceptable, <laughs> considering that people are tuning in to hear someone say something. So I get it. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, right. It's yeah. A, it's a, it's a, yeah, yeah. Brian Brian's been meeting with the other four most famous uh, podcasters in Roanoke, and he's been getting tips so he can move up the list. Yeah. Um, one day he might be adopted as a Carlin brother, so <laughs> or, or, they'll or they'll just move. move. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I could see that. Jump from fifth to first, fifth to first. Yeah, that, that'd be nice. The Brian story. Um, or maybe I'll jump from fifth to twelfth. You know who knows? Yeah, maybe other famous podcasters will who move knows? to Roanoke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> fill that void. Who knew it was such a hot market there for podcasting? I mean, certainly not I. Or anything. <laughs> or anything, yeah. You don't, don't you talk about the star city of the South that way. <laughs> you shouldn't. I will. I you will shouldn't. talk about the star <laughs> what, what are they going to do about it? Send the Carlins Very. after me? They might. <laughs> they might. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then they'll be out of Roanoke, and that's, you can be number easy. one. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Carlins. Go to go to Fayette County. <laughs> oh, In case you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is Best Friends Gaming Pod, where each and every week we gather around Discord and talk about video games and all that we love about them. Uh, this week we have PlayStation Plus stuff. Lego Star Wars reviews are in, and uh, of course we're going to be talking some Elden Ring. Uh, we, we, we might touch on 
Lego and Epic teaming up to make a metaverse for children and maybe the morality behind that. Um, but hey, you know what? Let's just strap in and talk about the PlayStation Plus news. Uh, Ian, you want to you wanna chat about that for us real quick? Sure, I was, uh, even though I don't have a PS5, I was really just interested because of how much uh, I love the whole concept of the Xbox Game Pass. I was just interested on like what they were gonna do because I wasn't sure if they were gonna try and directly compete or if they were just gonna try and have their their own Sony version of it and be able to say, this is similar, but it's different, so don't compare us just because, I mean, Xbox has a, what, three, four, five-year head start on it. And I mean, it's, I mean, everybody loves it. I never hear anybody really talk bad about Game Pass because it's, what, what is best it, the, the best, uh, yeah, whatever whatever they call it. Um, but yeah, the, so they announced it, then instead of, obviously it wasn't going to be called Spartacus, but that's, that's what their code name was. It's PlayStation Plus and then three different tiers of it. It's uh, Essential, Extra, and Premium. Uh, it it seemed like to me PlayStation Plus Essential, which is the lowest tier, is basically just same, PlayStation yeah. Plus what it is already. It's just the same thing. You get your two free games, uh, you get your online play, and then like game discounts, etc., that kind of thing. And it's uh, $10 a month or $60. dollars a year with PlayStation Plus Extra you get every everything from the six different games that are going to be on there but they definitely haven't announced the bulk of it Uh, uh, is the first two tiers uh, plus up to 340 PS1 PS2 time uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, of the options but a big number for sure um, and that one is $18 a month or 120 yearly so they're definitely pushing the mm-hmm. they want you to get it for a whole year which is a smart play and they want you to get kind of hooked on it so yeah, you stay uh, on it cool. I've heard that at least 400 of the 700 games are just various forms of Tetris I mean, that's all I need. Tetris is one of the greatest games of all time. So yeah, but how how many variations of Tetris do do we need? Puyo Puyo. How, how many regular Tetris? Ninety <laughs> nine. Uh, Tetris, Tetris tag tournament. <laughs> Where's that Tekken? Um. <laughs> um, 
Puyo Puyo te- Tetris. Two. Um, <laughs> you that and that's just four. All right. Did I did I mention Tetris Tag oh, Tournament? <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, don't forget Tetris Effect. That was actually mm. legit. It's so fun. It's so good. <laughs> it's so fun. I mean, it's got nothing on Tekken Tag Tournament, but it's pretty good. You turn on. You you, you put your uh, your your headphones on and turn on Tetris Effect connected, and you are just like in a zone. They're playing like it really will It'll take you to and, a magical place. Um, if you have not played that, even if you're not a fan of Tetris, listeners, just give that a shot, and maybe you'll become a fan of Tetris after playing that. I mean, it when it when it comes down to it, it is just Tetris, but it's also like the most gorgeous looking Tetris you've ever seen, and the the soundtrack is just very zen and mellow, and you just really get into it. And they're like the background. Like, each level has, like, a different background. I think there's dolphins at one point. It felt like I was at the beach playing Tetris. It was beautiful. I feel like we're getting more hype out of Aaron for a Tetris game than, like, anybody has ever <laughs> talked about Elden Ring. Uh, I, uh, I like Tetris, all right? Just... Hey, Tetris is great. There's a reason it's Seriously, been around this yeah, long. Great game. And that yeah, I bought every edition of Tetris, even the mobile versions um, that have uh, ads. <laughs> um, yeah. That pop up in the middle. That and those I, ads I pop up that. in the middle of you trying to make your line. <laughs> so <it's> a... <laughs> they're like, "You want your line piece? Yes. Watch this thirty-second ad." <laughs> um, what were we talking? Oh yeah, PlayStation Plus. Um, I, this new, it's fine. I, I know Game Pass at the beginning wasn't what it is today. I mean, it had to earn its title as the best deal in games. And I think, I think if PlayStation is serious about trying to compete with Game Pass, they'll do this well. Um... A big miss is not making PlayStation 3 games downloadable. Um, like, I don't know what it was about the cell processor that can't be emulated on a console with the specs of a PlayStation 5. Like, I, I have no idea why it can't do it, but, like, it just... It's hard to it's hard to do on a gaming yeah. PC like a top tier one. It just, it just they never run well. It seems to me or that look right. of all companies Sony should be able to figure it out because they literally invented the PlayStation 3. So the processor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I mean and also it's been over 15 years since the PlayStation 3. And you know, there's probably like a whole generation of PlayStation gamers that hopped in on the PlayStation four that have like no idea. Some of the great games of the PlayStation three and like they've been able to play PS two games and PlayStation one games. Um, bunch of, I think there's a bunch of, uh, 
Vita ports and PSP one games as well. Like there's mm-hmm. like a whole, it, it's just like this whole in the PlayStation um, history. That's like unaccessible unless you have streaming and then the streaming is like unreliable at best. I've seen like people with just ridiculously good internet be able to stream the games well. Um, but not everyone has that gig speed internet. True that. I think they they actually said there's a fourth tier for areas that don't have the speeds. That's it's like less, and there's a couple options different since you're not gonna get that ability to play the PS3 mm-hmm. games at least up front. But I for, I forget what it it was. It was basically like the second tier, and then something I don't remember. It was not a a big deal one way or and, another. Yeah, just. Kind of saying like 400 PS4 and PS5 games, like those could have a variety of quality. Like, we know games aren't going to come day and yeah. date because Sony. So, yeah, I, th- I think that's a big deal to a lot of people. Like, I was pretty sure they weren't going to do that because Sony is so proud of their first party games and all that. But that does make a lot of people not but super interested. That's one of the biggest there things are, for me for Game Pass. If there are like indie games that are at least timed exclusive, maybe. I don't think that they completely ro- ruled out like smaller games being day and date. Um, especially like because you gotta like look back to like Fall Guys and um, Rocket League. True. Like both of those games got a really big boost, and I'd say Rocket League probably got a bigger boost um, because they were on PlayStation Plus, uh, the monthly game um, for free, uh, and uh, you know Sony just pays those studios like gobs of money to have the game for free for their subscribers for one month, just one month. Um, and then after that, like, like the specifically rocket league built a lot of hype. Uh, I remember it was exclusive to pl- PlayStation for a long time. And then uh, in like early 2016, it finally came to Xbox and like, uh, the people I play video games with and I were so excited because we had played Rocket League a few times on other people's PlayStations and we had, all had Xboxes and we all bought it. So, like, it worked. Giving it for free for a month worked. Yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe if they do that with some of the smaller titles, they can build hype for just these games that would be hidden gems. True, but I don't think it's a better value than Game Pass, Bryant. What, 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 what do you got going on in that that beautiful head of yours? I mean, I, don't know. I feel like I feel like Sony's. I feel like Sony's focus has been their ability to crank out like a really 
great library of first of like not first but like third like no no first first party um single player experiences that are unique that are just like a part of the Sony family of of kind of like gaming companies and networks and things and Xbox is more about the family of games with within the Xbox family um you know not just not just Xbox <clears throat> Series S and X, but Xbox One, Xbox 360, original Xbox, and things like that. So I think that Xbox is more about kind of the experience overall with what they can offer. Where PlayStation is has been very Sony in particular has been very proud of their ability to create the best single player games on the market. And I feel like this, I mean, just do what you're good at. Mm-hmm. If Xbox is better at that than you, then just let them have that. But this could just be a case of where video games are moving. It's, it's not about what games are available on what platform now. It's about what those platforms can provide as services. Um, you know, like Game Pass is a, is a great service. And I think that PlayStation <laughs> Plus is trying to move in that direction to offer a great service for better value to kind of round out somebody's experience on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I get it. I just wonder what what happens if they they try and it's and it's just not good enough, you know? Then what? I think they are kind of running the risk to not really running the risk, but I think there is the risk of if they can't get it to a certain level quick enough that the comparison to Game Pass may hurt it like in its lifetime that people just be like, this isn't as good as Game Pass. I'm not going to wait for it to get better, which isn't fair, because like Aaron said, Game Pass wasn't stupendous when it first came out. It took time building a library and building all the all the features. And I I don't think they even did a lot of the the day and date stuff early on. That came a little bit later once they realized I want to say the first game was the first game that I remember doing day and date was Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Yeah. So I I just worry because I mean I think it's a cool concept and if I ever get my hands on a PS5 and they support this well and don't like bail on it or anything I'll probably get it just to be able to play older games which unfortunately all the the throwback games are the more expensive tier but it's way also, easier than pulling out my PS1 or my PS2 or a little bit. But then I, I kind of thought about it and they, I mean, it seems backwards mm-hmm. as a, like a fan, as a consumer, but as a company, they know that's one of the biggest features is people want to be able to, cause it's even on the PS4 and the PS5, it's still mm-hmm. hard to find all of the games that you want. And they know that's what people are wanting. So they know people are right. willing to pay more for it. Yeah. That's and- just kind of a, a, crappy industry yeah. we're gonna make money i think kinda if feel. sony can do something like xbox did if playstation can get a major third party to partner with them to add game like if you have game pass ultimate you have ea play and you have access to all of those games and um true that just adds value i think if playstation could maybe get ubisoft um because ubisoft already has its own streaming thing 
um, or Game Pass like whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, if they could partner, that could also be that could be huge. Even though, like, I'd argue that Ubisoft, their at least their modern library is very samey. Like the games are like just kind of variations on another one another. But if they were to get like their historical library, bring back like Rayman, bring back Prince of Persia, um, it like you know all the Ghost Recon and Splinter Cell, those games, I think that I think that they'd have a real special bundle right there. Yeah. Um. I think it would definitely yeah. be a boost for a lot of yeah. people. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, time will tell if um, if this new PlayStation Plus will work out. I think I'll, pre- I'll probably be on the lookout for uh, a year membership at like CD Keys or Cheap Ass Gamer or something. Like, I don't even pay full price for PlayStation Plus. Anyway, I always find the codes never pay more than like 45 bucks. So yeah, we'll see if I'm getting in on the mid or upper tier. Uh, but yeah, I, I think if I can't find a code, I think, I think I'll just stick with the bottom tier. Um, I mean, April has some good, PlayStation Plus games. Uh, I forget exactly what they are um, this month, but I remember being pretty impressed. Oh, um, Hood Outlaws and Legends. That's a game that I've wanted to play. Um, I've never heard of it. Oh, and Sp- SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for D- Bikini Bottom Rehydrated, which... Is a game okay, that I yeah. did not want to buy, but it was interested in replaying. Um, so, and then, yeah, and then I've Sla- already played like half Slay of the Spire, <laughs> um, very... which is a very beloved um, card, like video card game. Um, but yeah, uh, so let me look up Hood Outlaws and Legends. So it didn't review super well, but I mean, it's an action game. Um, the player assumes control of an outlaw who must infiltrate a keep of authoritarian power named the state and compete against a rival team to steal the treasure hidden in the cube's vault. So it's, I feel like it's a little bit of like like payday. Um in a way, mm. but um, the player can form a group of four in order to pull off the heist, which has three phases. The first phase requires a player to steal the key from the sheriff. Um, next, they're given clues to regarding the location of the vault, um, and the opponent team will be notified once they know the location of the vault. Um, The opponent team can also observe the behaviors of the AI and pinpoint the location of the opposite team. Um, obviously, different characters have different skills and abilities and weapons, um, but 
Oh, this is funny. The 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 different players have or different characters have different stuff. So like Maid Marion. Yes, you can play as Maid Marion. Uh it has a crossbow and smoke grenades. Um I don't know who Chuke is, but he's equipped with a flail, and Little John has the ability to open locked gates, and only he can do it. So, I mean, it got very middling reviews when it came out. Oh, shoot, it came out last year? I thought it was older than that. Um, But pretty interested in it, and, uh, you know, another one of those games that I didn't want to buy, but happy that it's on PlayStation Plus for free. Yeah, definitely. It seems like an interesting concept. It's the same people. Funnily enough, it's the same people that made um, Sackboy's Big Adventure. Um, Wow, they've developed like just a lot of random games like Sonic All Stars Racing. Apparently they did Little Big Planet 3, which I could have sworn that was still um the original developers whose name escapes me. Um They're coming out with a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. Um sure, why not? But yeah, I, I think it looks interesting. Uh okay. Speaking of things that look interesting, how about Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga coming out? Um, big nostalgia for the Lego Star Wars games. I mean, I think they weren't the first Lego games, period, but they were the first Lego games to like be based on different IP. Um, and, of course, the first one famously did the prequels instead of the original trilogy. So, um, I think the first Lego Star Wars games kind of helped, like, bring the prequel trilogy into, like, a more popular light. Um, Because, I mean, this was even before, like, like, the Clone Wars movies, or games, shows. Gosh. one form one of, of media forms of entertainment, um, and of course, the 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 Clone Wars show really like helped the prequel a lot. Really elevated the prequel. Like you really got to see more of Anakin's like descent into the dark side. Uh, but yeah, wow! Spoilers. He does what? Good thing he's not another main character's <laughs> father, am I right? Um, yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, but I think the game looks awesome. How do you guys feel about it? Like it, it, it's gotten you know pretty solid eights and nines across the board. I, I'm enjoying it a lot. It's it's fun and it's smooth and it's. It's a really good like update, remaster, whatever you want to call it, to make it more modern without losing what made it fun. And like, whenever the first one came out, in, like oh six, oh seven, whenever it was. But it, I mean, it's fun. 
and there's a bajillion characters to unlock and play as. And I mean, obviously you're going through the entire Skywalker saga. So there's just a lot of content and just a lot of like fun little things that aren't necessary, but are just enjoyable, like different characters, like even just their idol. If you leave the controller alone, just the way they interact with each other, the things that they do. I definitely give it like eight, maybe a nine. Yeah, I've considered, I've actually considered picking this one up because I, I mean, I love Star Wars, and the Lego Star Wars games are so they they are so much fun. They're like excellent um, couch co op games as well. Yep. So like, and there's not a ton of games that are great couch co op options, and so if you like Star Wars and you have you know, somebody that you could play a game with. I mean, this is a, this is a perfect kind of, this is a perfect uh, type of game to pick up. So, mm-hmm. um, and they always do a good job at re at recreating scenes and being faithful to kind of the source material as well, which is something that I've always really appreciated with the Lego star Wars games. Um, I've even seen recently some videos on YouTube of people doing side by sides of scenes from the movies and scenes from the Lego uh, Star Wars Skywalker saga um, at the same portions. And they do really you can tell that the people who make these games are also fans of the franchise. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's really cool to be able to see that type of stuff. Now. What's interesting to me about this is, of course, it's the whole Skywalker saga. But you might not remember that in, like, 2011, there was a Clone Wars, Lego Star Wars, the Clone Wars game. And that's not included on this. Um, And also, I completely forgot that there was a Force Awakens Lego game, which was weird because Mm -hmm. it was only Force Awakens. They didn't wait for the whole trilogy uh to come out and so the skywalker saga is the first time that you're playing through movies eight and nine um but from what i've heard like it's a decent it's a decent value for the price like having all three trilogies and you can play like you can you can play any movie and whatever or like whichever trilogy you want first like i've heard some people start with the sequel trilogy because that's the one that they hadn't experienced yet yeah um but i think that i think if i were to get them i would personally play starting with the prequels and going through all the all the way through the sequels um, yeah, that's what I did. And yeah, I, I think this would be a fun couch co-op game. I mean, I, I've played other ones in such a way, but I have not played... I have not played uh, a Lego, or I haven't played any Lego games with Erica. Um, and yeah. I think she might enjoy it. Um I'm trying to remember in Lego games, do you control the camera? Kind of. Kind of. It, well, not really. It's it's a set camera. I'm pretty well. At least in the past, it's been a set camera. Mm. You just kind of move the character. Um, Ian will be able to speak better to it. 
Yeah, there's there's a little bit more of it than mm -hmm. in the older versions, but it's not like okay. trying to play a first person shooter or anything like that. It's kind okay. of somewhere in the middle. Um, yeah, that that should be fine. I think playing a 3D Mario game was about like the limit for camera control, at least for right now until. Um, until she were to get more used to it. Um, but I think that... I think that uh, a Lego game would be a lot of fun to play. And, like, last year we went through the Star Wars movies, um, and that was a lot of fun. So I think it'd, it'd be fun to, like, re-experience re those as... Um, like in game form. Well, let's see what we got last on the. Oh, how could I forget? We got to go back to the lands between. Anyone got any interesting stories? I know I don't, uh, but I have at least a story. <laughs> Dang it, Aaron! <laughs> well, I have try a, harder. I have a story. It's just not interesting. Oh god! Well, oh, actually, it, it might be interesting. You know what? The viewers might or listeners might think it's interesting. So who am I to say that it's not interesting? I I don't know what interests you troglodytes. Um. <laughs> so last episode, you might remember me, uh, pretty much begging on my hands and knees to get this game on Xbox, and um, I was asking for charity, and you know what, um. Santa came not once, but twice. And by Santa, I mean Bryant and Ian both bought me a Elden Ring, which, you know, is really, really kind, and I very much appreciate it. Um, however, I feel like you guys could have coordinated a little bit. Um, well, neither one of us knew yeah, that maybe. we were going to do it, so... Well, yeah, but I mean, like... <laughs> Whatever. Um, I don't remember which one I redeemed. I looked it up and I, I couldn't, you know, you know, like get money back on one that I didn't because it was just going to go directly to like money would go directly back to whoever. Um, so I think now it's been it's been two weeks since I redeemed it. So the. Money should be returning to whoever's account soon because I didn't redeem the other code. Um, but I've been able to get back to close to where I was on PlayStation. I am doing a different build, although I can't remember exact. I think it's like along the lines of Warrior or something um, that I chose for this one. And um, it's amazing, like how much quicker I've been able to get to where I am. Like I've literally played an hour and a half or two hours and I've made at almost as much progress as I did in over 10 on PlayStation five. Uh, Cause I, I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know how much of a souls born noob I am. Um, and if you know anything about Elden Ring, you know that it is vast 
and it is the definition of a sandbox. Like, it is so open, you don't have to follow the story at all. You can kind of just explore and fight enemies and, you know, upgrade your build and do all that fun stuff. Um, which is what I was doing, but I also had no idea what I, that what I was doing um, in the PlayStation. And now that I have, like, a, a decent grasp on what I'm doing, um, things are just going by a lot smoother. Um, I have to say, it is weird getting, like, I know that inherently the xbox and playstation controllers aren't that different but the hand feel is just different enough to where it kind of throws me off still um playing on xbox uh I, i mean i know i'll get used to it but it's it's weird playing a game that you're used to playing on playstation on xbox or vice versa um that's why I typically don't try to play the same game on both systems because I know it just feels weird going back and forth. Um, but this was a very generous gift. Thank you both. Um, the realest co-hosts there ever have been. Um, yeah, I, I I'll have more interesting stuff next week. I am putting it down right now. Mark my words. By recording next week, I will have felled Margit. I'm going to hold you to it. Even if it, we even if we have to record at 11 p.m. on Friday. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh man, that's good. What about you, Ian? Where have you have uh, how's Elden Ring been treating you? Uh, I've done a lot of. I was t- telling Aaron before you hopped on. I uh, I've done a lot of like just roaming around, uncovering map, and just kind of exploring. I haven't uh, taken out any more of the like main bosses, but I've I've taken out several of the like random uh, field bosses. I guess yeah. is what they call them. Uh. And that's fun, you know, and I ha- I don't even think I've come to a point of, like, getting to another main story boss. Uh, I don't even know if I'm close to it, but uh, I-, I think I'm, like, level 51 because I've just been running around and killing things and just leveling up and finding new weapons. I found a staff accidentally that was, like, the perfect staff for the stuff I was doing already. Uh I'm still not totally understanding how all of the mechanics of the game work. I just know that it has like really good, uh, call it like level scaling, uh, based on the, my build. And it did like extra gravity damage or whatever. And I use a bunch of gravity magic spells. So that helped. And it, I'm to the point to where I'm confident to take on anything. That's not, like a main story boss like not that it's like easy but i'm confident enough that i can i'm taking out a couple of dragons taking out 
a couple of sentinels and the the guys that guard the minor erd trees and all that yeah. um and that one that one in the weeping peninsula that's like all the way at the end through that castle i don't uh, remember what his name is talking about castle morn the the yeah. lion dude yeah that guy sucks yeah <laughs> so annoying yeah <laughs> He he was he was very annoying. Um, but I think I, I took him out like before I leveled that point. That was I, if I had taken him on where I am now, it would have been a lot easier. But yeah, I mean that's pretty much. I haven't done anything really of note. It's just been like wandering around places, fighting things until I come across something I can't beat, and then leaving and going somewhere else, wandering around until I find something I can't beat, and then sometimes I'll hop back and be like, well, maybe now I can yeah. beat that other thing and. Etc. Yeah, awesome. Etc. What is it? What is the name of that guy? Leonine something. I don't know. It's some, yeah, it's, yeah, it's something weird. Like it's not a it's, anything you would. His weapon is baller though. It's a cool weapon. We that's you that. beat him. Yeah, I have. Uh, I've made a lot of. I made a lot of progress, and not main story progress, but just kind of in in different areas. So. Since the last yeah. time we we were we recorded and talked, I think I beat Margaret and I was on my way to fight Godric. Since then I since then I beat mm. Godric and I've gone into the next zone. But I've but since then I, I took out the dragon at Ag Hill Lake, I beat the tree sentinel, I've beaten like six catacomb bosses. Um a couple mm. minor earth trees. Um continued some quest lines and I'm not going to lie I think I broke because I went to zones I wasn't supposed to prior to dealing with the thing and <laughs> which it's okay yeah. you're living you learn but um and then see I I think I've beaten like 10 bosses including Godric since the last time that we've talked including one yeah. yesterday when I was just roaming in an area and a boss popped out of nowhere and I was not prepared I was not prepared it just came out of nowhere I mean, I killed it, but I was still like the whole time I was angry. I'm like, you, I, I was not expecting you to be here. If I die, I'm going to be furious. I don't even know how to get back here. <laughs> it's like that the that dragon at Aguil Lake when you, you're just kind of wandering around in the water and you're like, oh, there's a crowd of random enemies around this fire. And you're like, I wonder what they're doing. You get closer and it just pops up out of the sky and dive bombs. You're just like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, but it's. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun, and of course, continuing to take advantage of of the uh, of co op. One of the things I learned recently mm. about co oping in Elden Ring is that so you know that the the Elden Ring PvP mechanic is that you can co op with people, but you can also invade people. Mm -hmm. um, but mm. as a default setting within Elden Ring, invasions are turned off. So that your ability to be invaded is turned off by default. But if you co-op with someone, you open up the opportunity for yourself to be invaded. And there's nothing you can do about it. If you don't like it, if you don't like it tough. Oh, but good. the cool thing is that there are different, there are different um, things that you can use. So there are different types of people who can do certain things in the game. Some of them are called hunters. So you have you have gold phantoms, mm. which are co-op friends, red phantoms who are invaders, and blue phantoms who are hunters. And hunters, their whole job is 
they go into worlds where people are being invaded and they kill the invaders. So what, like, their whole job is to, is to get rid of invaders for, uh, for, for people. So, oh. so, so that's super cool. Um, and so I've been co-oping a lot lately and with a friend who like, you know, one day we were talking, we were both kind of like in the, in the 20s. And the next time I talked to him, he, he's like, bro, I'm like level 55 now. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and, and he like, uh, <laughs> and so whenever I co-op with him, he gets invaded all the time because his level cap is so much higher. And so... <laughs> I'm like, bro, I can't take on these people and help you. You need to figure something out. I'm getting three shot over here like a scrub. Like, we need to, we need to fix this. So, anyway, that's kind of my Elden Ring update. Gonna, gonna keep. I think the thing I'm gonna try to do next is take on the uh, take on the legacy dungeon in the area that I'm in and keep on going forward. I'm also figuring out you don't need to farm for runes in this game. Like the game scales you. The game scales yeah, you well much. throughout areas. Obviously, you, the hope is that the game hopes that you just get better as you go from zone to zone, which you do. Mm-hmm. You do. You know. So you know, as as your health goes up and stuff like that, you you begin to be able to last longer in fights that help you figure out how to approach them, and often helps you win fights. So, um, so the game is the the it's not hand holding, but it is the bar is much lower. Still, still, still loving it. Mm. I've logged like thirty something hours already, so it's been great. Nice. Have Have you been to Caleb? Uh, heck no. Is that not the worst area of any map of any game? Yeah, I, yeah dude. <laughs> I I have been. People have been like, Brian, you need to go to Caleb, and I'm like, dude, I've heard plenty about Caleb. I'm avoiding that for as long as possible. But I know that there are some incredible items yeah, in Kaled, but I. That's where I found my yeah. staff that I use. It's yeah. the only good I'm not thing trying I to get two shot it. by some enemy that's two feet tall. So, yeah. <laughs> True that. Now, I, I stumbled in there long before I was even close to a high enough level <laughs> to be. I, I still don't think I'm high enough level to be in there and I'm over 50. Uh, but I before I semi understood the invader mechanic, I kind of went in and I didn't realize there's like NPC invaders yeah, that from time creatures. to time will invade. And somebody in. Yeah, and I I got invaded like as I walked in. And I was like, "Who is who is this? Who are you? Why are you here? How am I getting invaded? I'm not even playing online." <laughs> and then I realized, "Oh, this is this is just an NPC in that same mechanic." But yeah, it was a "Who are you? Who are you? Oh, you one shot killed me. Cool. Bye." <laughs> yeah, I was I was like looking up just randomly just like what level do you need to be roughly to beat to beat the game? And and like, it's like level one hundred twenty plus. It's kind of a minimum of what you need Ugh. to be to beat the final boss. But it's easy. It is a That's lot a more lot hours, more but hours. it's easy because every time you upgrade an attribute, it's it's a level. So one attribute upgrade True. is so if you if you move your decks from twenty five to twenty six, you go up a level. So if you move your decks from twenty five to twenty nine, you go up four levels. So. It's 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 more about your stats and less about your level. Your level doesn't matter. Your stats do. So that's kind of right. it's more about focusing on the stats and putting them, putting the points where you need them to go. I'm getting to that point now where I'm you know, ten 
15,000 runes doesn't do anything for me. So the other day, yeah, yeah the other uh, day okay, I dropped 10,000 runes and I was like, oh, well, <laughs> must be nice. Must be that's, freaking that's nice. Level. Oh, well. It, it's not it, it makes it a lot harder to keep grinding because you're you're like yeah i want to level up i'm gonna get one more level before i before i turn it off it's like oh but i need like fifty thousand runes to yeah. level up yeah okay and and you do you get to a point where it's like you die and you have like seven eight thousand runes and you're just like ah, yeah. the amount of times i'm like don't want to go back for those i was in a party with a friend the other day who was just like bryant i just dropped Six hundred thousand runes. He was so dejected. I was like, "Ah, oh, scrub." And if I if I dropped that many, regardless, I don't even care if I'm level one hundred and twenty. If I drop that many and die before I get back to him, I'm done playing the game. I will not continue playing the game. Speaking of playing a game, have I got the game for you all to guess? <laughs> Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. We need to we need to play the the game, Bryant. The game we need to play. I need I need I need to start off with you know. I need I need you guys to play the game. Come on. <laughs> right. Okay, okay, we'll play the game. Uh. Um, Brian, why don't you start us off with uh, you know a real question? How dare you? That was a real question. <laughs> is valid. is uh is this game? Was this game conceived before? <laughs> There's a difference between conception and released. So just. Was this game conceived? <laughs> Was this game made or released rather before January first, two thousand? No. Okay. Ian. Um. Was this game released before January first, no. twenty ten? Was the game released after January 1st, 2015? Yes. Was this game released after January 1st, no. 2020? Is this, is this a From Software game? Yes. I hate it. I hate it. Here. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um. Geez, I just don't know that much about from software games. Uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to think. So, it's in between 2015 and 2020 it is a from software game uh is this game a sequel no okay
Um, what is is this game? So it is a from software game. Released in between 2015 and 2020. It's not a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, does a main character of this game wield a katana? No. Solid. Ooh. Um. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Was this game a PlayStation exclusive? Yes. This game does this game take place in ye olde England? Yes. Solid. Is this game yes, Bloodborne? For someone who doesn't like from software games, well, it's always a from software <clears throat> game. It was going to be Sekiro, <laughs> and then Bryant had to ruin it. You know, you should have given it to me. That would have been the best 20 questions of all time. No questions asked. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I contemplated for like half a second while I was saying, how dare you? Should I keep it? Should I keep it Sekiro? And then I thought, no, I'm going to pivot to Bloodborne. But I'm going to make them think it's Sekiro until they ask a very specific Sekiro game, like the Katana. Yeah. So that's when I changed it to Bloodborne. Um, was in that split second when I was just being like, how dare you? Um, well, there you have it, folks. Aaron's favorite it's game. It's true. I'm a big fan. I can't wait for their take on Mario. Um, folks, this has been Best Friends Gaming Pod. And, of course, you can find us each and every week on your favorite podcast service. Uh, find us on the internets at Weisscast. Find me at the Weiss is Right or, or Slayernator on Twitch and uh, what are the other things? Like Steam? I don't ever play Steam. I play Polytopia on Steam. Xbox and PlayStation. Xbox. And, um yeah. Uh Ian. Uh you can find me on my personal Instagram at ilarson530. I'm pretty sure that's my uh tag on Xbox. No, that's my tag on PlayStation. Uh and if you are interested in watching some Twitch streaming in the next couple of weeks, join me at Good Day Gaming. Also on Instagram can be found. Uh, I think that's it. By me on Instagram and Twitter at BKStinson08. Dope. That's where I be hanging out. That's where he be. If you want to talk uh, Premier League or anything soccer, 
tweet at Bryant. But if you don't want to talk about those things, just just stay away from him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The U.S., the United States, and Iran are in a World Cup group together. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? You know, maybe uh, here's <clears throat> World War Three. <laughs> No, world one a crazy, crazy place, place full of unexpected twists, twists and turns. Um, until next week, stay, uh, stay frosty. My own outro music. It it is so sweet. Bum 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 bum.